What is going on, you guys? I go by the name Unknown, and you are listening to the Pipe Bomb Podcast. And this is our SmackDown Live review from the May 8th, 2020 episode, the final SmackDown before Money in the Bank 2020. And we're going to jump right into this. To not even waste anybody's time or even my time recording this review, this episode sucked. I, I I couldn't care less about this episode. The only thing I s- kind of sort of enjoyed was the Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville thing because I just felt like they just went out there and had a brawl, just were not even pulling any punches. They were like laying shit in and it looked crazy. And the eight-man tag with New Day, Lucha House Party versus the Forgotten Sons and Miz and Morrison. Other than that, every the rest of the show... I didn't care for. We're going to jump right into the review. The first match of the night, and it was Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. Um, it it wasn't like a great technical match. I just love the match itself for two things. One, I love the storyline going into it. I love Sonya basically cutting promos as she's fighting, and then Mandy Rose basically rebutting everything she's saying. And just, like, they really had a stiff, like, fight. Like, they were throwing forearms and chops to the chest where it was like, oh, my. Like, they were fighting like the men. And I really appreciated that. Overall, the match wasn't good. I just liked the storytelling. I love Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose back and forth during the match. Um, The stiff punches and the chops and the forearms was just really great. We don't really see that too often from a women's match. But Sonya Deville picks up the victory, upset victory over Mandy Rose. We already know later down the line they're going to get um, their own match. I wouldn't even mind seeing them in a street fight. Or I wouldn't even mind seeing Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville in a steel cage at Extreme Rules. Or even at SummerSlam. I think that would be a great addition to the rivalry because I think it's reached this boiling point. And I think they would need some kind of a gimmick match like a street fight or a tables match, or even a steel cage to up the ante even more, if Vince allows it, but that's, those are my two cents. The next match we're going to get into is an eight-man tag team match, and it's the New Day and Lucha House Party versus Forgotten Sons and Miz and Morrison. This was a pretty decent match. Like, I was watching it for a little bit, was on my phone, got interested in the match again, then I was uninterested in the match. Um, They put on a great showing. I just felt the match went on for way too long. It took up the, almost the majority of the first hour. Because the Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville thing in the beginning wasn't even like 10 minutes. And then this match, I think, was about almost like 22 minutes. Roughly. Roughly 22 minutes along with the commercial. There was a ton of commercial breaks during this match. Um, This match was good. But... um. The Forgotten Sons and Miz and Morrison pick up the victory, but it was Miz that got the pin over one of the people from Lucha House Party, I think, or is the New Day. It was one of those teams. I don't know. And then the Miz and Morrison are, like, doing Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho. And then they're looking at the Forgotten Sons. Like, we just won. We just helped you. The Forgotten Sons are just looking at them, mean mugging them, not even saying a thing, showing no emotion besides, like, okay, we won. So what? You know, whatever. Um, I really enjoyed the match. Um, the Forgotten Sons are becoming my new favorite tag team on SmackDown. It it like my still my favorite tag team in 
WWE right now are the Usos, but Jimmy Uso is out until next year with an ACL tear. Initially, it was said that he was out for six to nine months, but then I guess the results came back and it maybe is a lot worse than what it is, and he could be out until like late next year, and that sucks because like not having the Usos there, they have to use Lucha House Party. Because I'm assuming if Jimmy Uso wasn't injured, it would have been New Day and Usos versus Forgotten Sons and Miz and Morrison. So, whatever. The next thing we're going to get into is um, a segment with Renee Young, and she interviews Jeff Hardy. He comes back, and I was disappointed. Off rip, I was already disappointed, and I didn't care what happened afterwards. Um, I thought we were going to get no more words from Jeff Hardy. I thought we were, he was going to get back to old music. I could see the writings on the wall. And no, we didn't get that. We just got the typical Hardy Boys theme. I was disappointed. And I just couldn't care for the rest of the night. I was like, all right, I, I don't care. I, I just don't care. Jeff Hardy comes out, says that he wants this last run to be good. He wants a championship. He wants a main event. He wants to hear the roar or the crowd whenever they get the crowd. And then calls out Sheamus. Seamus then comes out and says, no one cares about you, Jeff. Because how many times, like how many second chances do you get? How many times do you have to be released and then rehired, released and then rehired again before people realize that you're a failure? Getting DUIs, getting arrested, in and out of jail, court dates. No one cares about you, Jeff. And that's the truth. And I thought that was a really hard-hitting promo from, from Seamus. But... Off rip, before, in previous reviews, I used to say, oh, I can't wait to see Sheamus versus Jeff. It could be a good match. But now that they're, now that we're getting into the meat and potatoes of the situation and just Sheamus being like the bully that he was back in 2013 and 2012, 2014 and whatever, I'm, I, I already don't like this, pro I already don't like this program. I, I don't, um, Hardy gets upset, Sheamus gets in the ring, they... It wasn't even a brawl. They just had a little back and forth. Hardy attacks Sheamus, hits him with um, a twist of fate. Hardy gets on top of the rope. We already know. So on top, bomb. And then Jeff Hardy leaves the ring. Sheamus is furious that he got upstaged by Jeff Hardy. And that was that. I hope this feud gets better because I, I, I am a fan of Sheamus. And I think he, he deserves better than what he's getting. So let's see. Then the next thing we're going to get into is Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt come face-to-face. -face and I was bored to tears. And I was bored. Bray Wyatt says, I made you, Braun. Put the sh black sheet mask back on. I made you. And you're carrying a heavy burden. And I want that championship back. I want it back because I'm going to get the championship or whatever the hell Bray says. Trying to, like, poke fun at get these hands thing from Braun. Um, it was just boring. I I I, I couldn't, I, I I couldn't care. I I can't care about Braun Strowman as champion. I do not care at all. And Bray, like, I don't know. I I I just can't get into this feud. I I really can't get into this feud at all. It was boring, I, and I just don't care. I really don't care. And their match on Money in the Bank is gonna suck. So, whatever. The next match that 
happened on the night was a tag team match, a women's tag team match, and it was Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Lacey Evans and Tamina. At this point, I checked out. I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I, I, I don't care. I don't care. Tamina and Lacey Evans pick up the victory. That's all you need to know. This match, I, I, I don't care. Then we're going to get into the main event, and it was a six-man tag. King Corbin, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Drew Gulak, Daniel Bryan, and the mystery partner. I thought the mystery partner was going to be Elias or somebody else, but it turned out to be Otis. Because earlier in the night, Kayla asked Corbin about, you know, about everything with the Money in the Bank match. Then he basically cut a promo on Otis saying that Otis is not even making it to the roof. He's going to get stuck in the, in the lobby floor. Then if he tries to go up to the roof, he's going to use the elevator. He's going to clog up the elevator just like what he does with his arteries. I was like, shit. All right, just, just lay it in. Just throw it out there. Just, just call him a fat piece of shit without even saying he's a fat piece of shit. Then that led into some backstage thing with Gulak and Brian. You know, because they were asking how's Mandy because of what happened in the beginning of the show. Then Daniel says, did you hear what Corbin said about you, Otis? And Otis is like, no, I was with Mandy. Then they took a walk. And then from that point on, I was like, well, Otis is the mystery partner. It got to be. From what Corbin said, that backstage little, like, you know, thing with Gulak and Brian. Everybody knew it was going to be Otis. And Otis turns out to be the mystery partner. Then we get a match. That was just born. I, 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 I can't care. I, I, I couldn't care. I couldn't bring myself to care about this match. King Corbin, Cesaro, and Shisuke Nakamura pick up the victory, an upset victory over Jugulak, Daniel Bryan, and Otis. Then after the match, they had this little brawl of them throwing each other into ladders and all this stuff. Then Daniel Bryan puts the ladder, sets it up in the ring, goes to climb it. Corbin says, no, no, no. I think he hit him with the end of days, if I'm not mistaken, or he just punched him, whatever the hell Corbin did to Brian. Then Corbin climbs the top of the ladder and unhooks the briefcase. If that is what we're going to get on Sunday with Corbin winning and they're just spoiling us, like just, just going to, they let the cat out the bag, I, 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 I lost interest. Like these SmackDown shows, I can't like they. I I really can't. These SmackDown shows are something else. These SmackDown shows are something else. Um, and that was the end of the episode. I couldn't even rate this episode. I I, I didn't even know what to rate it. Besides, this show sucked. Anyway, guys, that is the end of our SmackDown live review. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell. And if you enjoyed the SmackDown live review, be sure to hit that like with us, Stone Cold Stunner, and in the comments. Let us know, did you like SmackDown Live? Did you hate SmackDown Live? Were you even watching SmackDown Live? And if you weren't watching SmackDown, I don't blame you. But let us know in the comment section down below if you did watch it, whatever. I go by the name Unknown, Pipe Bomb.